Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello and happy first day holiday for me. <laughs> oh my goodness. Do you know what? I am so excited. One, because it's the first day of my holiday. Um, so my first week off, day of my first, uh, blah, put my teeth back in and start talking again properly. Um, it's the first day of my week off work. There we go. That's what I wanted to say. Um, so I'm happy about that. And, 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 and I'm also happy because it's meant to be raining next week. Yes. So all I can hope is that it's not still hot and raining, that it's going to be cold and raining. <laughs> oh, I'm so miserable for saying that, aren't I? And I do hope that um anybody who loves the sun and loves the heat has had enough of it by now because um i want it to rain and i'm quite looking forward to the fact that it is meant to be raining come monday so fingers crossed um i didn't sleep last night because i was too hot and I'm hot now and it's not even six o'clock in the morning. This is England. This is it's meant to be grey and drizzly and rainy and cold and damp all the time. It's not meant to be like this. <laughs> this is why I live here for the cold and damp weather. <laughs> I don't live here for the sun. Um, anyway, anyway, anyway. How are you all? Are you all good? Are you still on holiday from school? I know some of you will be. Some of you won't be because some of you go back a bit earlier than um, than ours. And some of you won't be on holiday at all because it's not summer where you are. So you don't have the summer holidays. Um, but I know all different countries have different um, school holidays. So... Wherever you are, I hope you are enjoying yourself. Um, and it's Saturday, so I don't think anybody goes to school on a Saturday. So it's going to be, um, you're not at school today anyway. <laughs> so enjoy the day, whatever. Oh, I had a lovely message um, from uh, Dublin in Ireland. And... Um, from two children, one aged six and one aged four and a half. And they told me, Alva, um, who is six, told me that um, the Enchanted Wood stories are a big favourite. And those are the ones that um, they would like, us to like me to carry on reading. Um, and also that the Tooth Fairy will be visiting them very soon because it already lost one tooth and has a second wobbly one. So that tooth fairy is going to be very busy. Um, we'll be visiting you, Alva, very, very soon. <laughs> and um, now I'm going to apologise just in case I don't get this name right. Cahal, uh, Cahal, um, I'm so sorry i um do try and get these names right but sometimes i don't so i do apologize if i don't you are four and a half and you like to go very fast on your bike 
wow now do you have stabilizers on your bike or not um my children have got no stabilizers on apart from my little one um but they like to go very fast as well and it always worries me always get very scared when they're going fast <laughs> but you also say that you like to play games and that you're very good at one so which one are you very good at I would like to know that. I love playing games. We play quite a lot of games and um, we like to play um, card games and dice games and um, we have snakes and ladders and Cluedo. That's my daughter's favourite. But we also love playing Scrabble. <gasps> That's a favourite, a big favourite in our house. So what's the one that you're very, very good at, Carhol? Um, I would like to know that because I'd like to know whether we play that one and whether we're very good at it as well. <laughs> anyway, I hope all is well in Dublin and I hope that you're having a lovely, lovely time. Um, so we will be reading more of The Enchanted Wood very, very soon. Um, I am going to read a new story today or I'm going to start a new book today. I'm going to read the first chapter and see what you think. Um, and if you don't like it, I won't read it. Carry on. If you do like it, then we will. Um, so I'm going to tell you a fun fact today. Um, the fun fact is that um, if you have a pet turtle... Um, and it's not only turtles, actually, but some pets are very, very difficult to tell um, the difference between boys and girls. It's easy with human babies, isn't it? But with pets, things like um, budgerigars, um, so pet birds or pet, um, I can't think of anything else. Lots of different things anyway. It's very difficult. Tortoises maybe. Um, it's very difficult to tell whether they're a boy or a girl. Um, so we'll let you into a secret. If you've got pet turtles and you can't tell the difference between a boy or a girl, listen to them very, very carefully because female turtles hiss, but male turtles grunt go <laughs> so personally my my thoughts on that are that the males are actually um getting ready to be men because men tend to grunt when women speak to them when they're older mm, yep definitely my my outlook on that one <laughs> But if you do want to see um, whether it's a male or a female, listen to it. Put your head right down. Make sure it doesn't bite your ear. But put your head right the way down and listen to what kind of sound it makes. So there you go. Now, I have a new book. Now, we've got the books, the new ones of... Um, what have we got? Uh, we've got the new Amelia Jane book. We've got the new um, Enchanted Wood book. 
we've got um we've got mr pink whistle that we haven't finished yet um we do have a couple of new books i am trying my hardest to get the Gob gobelino's cat um book but um i just have to say that because i don't get paid for doing this i do it because i love doing it um and i love uh, i love reading the stories and everything but if i don't get the books from the library it can get very expensive because i when i started doing it i was reading my children's books but we kind of ran out of them because don't read the same ones over and over so now i'm trying to get them from the library because if i get them if i have to buy them it gets very expensive <laughs> and i've already spent a fortune on books so um i am trying my hardest to get the gobelino cap from the library at the moment my my friend at the library is actually trying um to get it from another library so there you go we are are trying we do try our hardest to get the books that you request um so at the moment i've got this one which is from the library um and it's called the boy who grew dragons so i thought we'd read the first chapter see what you think and if you don't like it we won't go any further but if you do um then it's just another story to add to our collection so Oh my goodness, I've been talking for almost 10 minutes and I haven't even read the story yet. So, let's start, shall we? <laughs> anyway, here goes chapter one of The Boy Who Grew Dragons. <sighs> when people ask me what we grow in Grandad's garden, I think they expect the answers to be cucumbers or tomatoes or runner beans i don't think they expect the answer to be dragons but there it is we grow dragons and i can tell you this they're a lot more trouble than cucumbers things cucumbers do not do poo in your dad's porridge Singe your eyebrows. Make a really cosy nest by shredding all your mum's alphabetically ordered recipes. Leave your pants, oh, the ones that have got diggers on them, hanging from the TV aerial. Chase your cat. Drop cabbages on your cat. Oh, try and ride your cat like a rodeo bull. Wake you up at 4am every morning by digging razor-sharp claws into your forehead. Set light to your toothbrush while it's still in your mouth. Of course, they also don't have scales that ripple and shimmer like sunlight on the sea. Or have glittering eyes that can see right into the heart of you. Or settle on your shoulder with their tail curled round, warming your neck. 
and their hot breath tickling your ear. Nope, none of these things are things you can expect from a cucumber. Well, not any cucumber I've ever come across. Maybe a mutant radioactive space cucumber, but not your average garden variety. But dragons, well, they're a whole other story. So, who wants to grow dragons? Daft question, yeah? I mean, seriously, who in their right mind would say no? Not me, that's for sure, and not you by the looks of it. But if you want to grow dragons, you need to know what you're getting into. Sure, they're fiery, fantastical and dazzling. Oh, but dragons are not all fun and games. Not by a long shot. And it's not just the fire and the flammable poo I'm talking about. Oh, no. Which is why, my dragon-seeking desperados, I'm writing all this down. So at least you can go into it with your eyes open. Because, believe me, you'll need them to stay wide, wide open. It all started about a year ago. And it was all Grandad's fault. Well, his and the jam tarts. I was just licking the last of it off my fingers when he said, We should grow our own chipstick. Jam tarts, I asked. Raspberries, he grinned. Then we could make our own jam for Nana's tarts. We could mix them up too. Strawberry and blackberry. Gooseberry and raspberry. Just think of the possibilities. Delicious. Well, it did make a pretty good picture in my head. A vast plate-sized jam tart with different coloured sections like a multi-topping pizza. And more too, Grandad went on before I could dive further into the jammy dream. Radishes, beans, onions, cauliflower, you name it, we could grow it. Suddenly, I wasn't so sure it was a great idea. Strawberry and cauliflower jam? Ew! Anyway, I had enough fruit and vegetables to deal with, what with mum shoveling in my five a day. I mean, she even sneaked dried fruit into perfectly good flapjacks, as if I wouldn't notice. But Grandad wasn't one to let go of an idea once it had fluttered down and settled. So on Saturday morning, there we were, at the end of his garden, up to our ears in mud, digging away at what looked to me like a monster jungle. In fact, I was beginning to realise why Mum had offered me provisions for my trip to the Amazon. Without the nettles and brambles, my grandparents' garden was probably half as big again and ran all the way down to the fields beyond. Oh, 
I've been wanting to get stuck into this since we moved in, Grandad told me, pausing to catch his breath. But what with one thing and another, I just don't seem to have found the time. I stopped digging and scraped my spade across a clod of mud. Now, I know you have no idea what he was talking about, but I did. I knew exactly what he meant by one thing and another. Sorry, I muttered, because I really was. He rested his arms on his spade and leaned towards me. Now, there's something you should know about my granddad. He twinkles. That might sound weird, but he really does. There's a phrase, to have a twinkle in your eye, which means to be bright or sparkling with delight. Well, my granddad has the biggest twinkle of anyone I've ever known. And right then he was shining that twinkle down on me till I felt its warmth flooding every bit of my body. It was like I'd sat down in front of the toastiest marshmallow toasting fire. Now then, Chipstick, how many times have I told you? What's the deal with families? I smiled. They stick together. Exactly, he grinned. Not unlike jam tarts. Now, get digging. So I did. The worst thing to dig up was this stuff called bungleweed, or so Grandad said. It wound itself around everything, clinging to roots, shoots and shrubs for dear life. Soon enough, I was in an almighty tug of war, boy against plant, and... For a moment there, it really looked as if the evil bungle plant overlord might win. But I dug and I scraped and I pulled and I heaved until all that was left was a patch of earth and the strangest looking plant I've ever seen. It was taller than me and my blistered hands would have only made it halfway around the trunk. Except it was hard to see the trunk because of all these long green cactus arms that draped down. It looks like a giant upturned mop head, declared Grandad. But you know, green and spiky and knobbly too. Bizarrely, he wasn't far wrong. Sprouting from some of the cactus arms were vivid yellow and orange tendrils like bursts of flames. And on each one of those nestled a fruit. Some were large and red and looked fit to burst. Others were small and green and looked new. But all of them had... Weird, spiky pineapple leaves. They were so unlike 
anything I'd ever seen in our fruit bowl at home. I found myself reaching up to touch them. I noticed one of the smaller fruits had already turned red, but the tendril it was attached to was being pushed down by the weight of a few larger fruits hanging above. I gently lifted it and moved it to one side to give it some space. And as I did, I saw something even weirder. Hey, Grandad, I called. It's glowing, like those fireflies, do you remember? Dad said it was bioluminescent nonsense or something. He said some jellyfish do it too. Bioluminescence, Grandad corrected. He peered at the red fruit and rubbed a finger across it. I reckon it's just mould, he said. Come on, chipstick, I'm famished. But what is it, I asked. Grandad wrinkled his nose. No idea, but we can pull it out tomorrow. I looked at the red spiky fruit that was glowing in my hands. And whether I pulled it a little too hard or it just chose that moment to fully ripen, one way or another, the fruit dropped from the vivid tendril. Looking at it in my palm, somehow I didn't feel like throwing it into the bonfire pile. So I tucked it under my arm before following Grandad inside. Later, when I got home, I put the pineapple sprouting fruit on my desk and typed strange spiky fruit into the search box on my computer. Pictures popped up and there it was, right next to durian, which smell like poo apparently, so it was dead lucky we didn't find those. No, here it was, size of a mango, red spiky pineapple-like leaves, definitely what I had sitting in front of me. I clicked on the picture and read the caption. Pitaya, dragon fruit. Yep. Now, it's easy for you because you know there's about to be a dragon. But me, I was clueless back then. I mean, if someone gives you a fairy cake, you don't expect Tinkerbell to pop out, do you? So, I didn't jump up and down screaming, Whoopee, I'm getting a dragon! I just left it on the desk and went downstairs for tea. And that probably wasn't the best idea. You know, because of what happened next. Well, that was chapter one. So, we can read chapter two tomorrow, which is the jam roly-poly of doom. Or we can go and choose another book. So let me know whether you enjoyed the first chapter of The Boy Who Drew, Grew Dragons. And we'll see whether we carry on. It's entirely up to you. <laughs> so let me know whether you liked it or not and whether you enjoyed it. Um, so I am going to... Busy myself doing nothing today. There's a song, isn't there? Busy doing nothing. What is it? How does it go? 
busy doing nothing, working the whole day through, trying to find lots of things not to do. I'm busy going nowhere, isn't it just a crime? I'd like to be unhappy, but I never do have the time. <laughs> it's one of my favourite songs. So, um, anyway, apologies for my singing there, just bursting into song. Um, but I am going to be busy doing nothing today. Um, I'm going to enjoy the first day of my holiday by doing absolutely nothing yay how exciting so let me know what you're doing and whether you're doing anything exciting or whether you're just going to be doing nothing the same as me maybe you should be singing that song as well we'll all sing it together <laughs> anyway you all go and have an amazing day and i We'll go and have an amazing day as well. And I'll see you all again tomorrow. Don't forget, send me a message. Let me know what you thought of the first chapter and whether we should carry on reading it or not. You have an amazing day, lots of adventures, and I'll see you all tomorrow. But make sure you take care and make sure you stay safe. Bye for now.